You killed Captain Clown! <laughs> He's a fucking asshole. I know. I know. <laughs> Welcome to the Batman Tasticast, celebrating the 30th anniversary of the greatest animated television series of all time, Batman the Animated Series. Our podcast offers a deep dive into each episode and a full series retrospective from two nerds who really like Batman. And as we introduce our host today across the table from me, the clown prince of crime himself in his purple suit with a yellow shirt. It's Mr. Jordan Hugh. You really outed me for wearing a purple suit today. I know, I know. Well, you're celebrating. This was this was supposed to be for me. Oh, okay. But you are dressed as Batman. Yes, so. fully. Which is, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, for the listener who doesn't know this, Mike and I fully dress up as whoever the villain is for the week, yeah. and then one of us dresses as Batman. Yeah, so we have a, you know, today I'm rocking the classic, you know, blue cow, gray Batman. Yeah, and it looks nice. Yes. Yeah, it so looks pretty good. Mike, yep. Mike Staub, the Cape Crusader, my co-host, we're thrilled to welcome you once again to the Batman Tasticast to cover a terrible episode of Batman the Animated Series. You know, it's hard to say terrible um, with it's not this good. show, but this episode is not good. Yeah, we don't. You know, we don't feel the need on Batman Tasticast to be incredibly reverent about each one of these episodes. We're going to be honest with you. And if yeah. you disagree with us, all the better. Please fight with us in the comments yeah, section. Please, uh, we love to duke it out in the comments section or on social media with you out there because Batman Tasticast is about the people. No, it's, it's, about, it's not it's about the not people. At it's, all. We it's absolutely about record the show for us. Us. This was done completely for us. <laughs> Your opinions matter, but um, less than ours. Right. Clearly. Clearly um, less. Um, so, but Mike, I am really mad at you. Actually, you know why? Why? Because you killed Captain Clown. <laughs> <laughs> So this is Joker a, is a fucking asshole. He, is, he really he is. is I love it. I love it though. He's great. He's great. Mark. Obviously, we talked about Mark Hamill's performance when we were talking about Christmas with the Joker. We did. Still good here. Do you know? I know. I learned another Mark Hamill tidbit, and I was oh, waiting nice. for another Joker episode to bring it up. Lay it on me. So, do you know who the two big actors ahead of him were for this role? Who? And I, I didn't bring it up when we covered Christmas with the Joker, but um, and I think like big fans of Batman the Animated Series know this already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the big actors that were considered for Joker ahead of Mark Hamill were Tim Curry oh, yeah, was was that's... number one and John Glover. Uh, John Glover, who's a, in a lot of yeah. movies. He's a great um, great stage actor. Actually, John Glover was in Batman Forever. He played Dr. Woodrow, yeah. who many people remember as the Theronic Man in the comics. Yes, um, yes, he was yes. like Poison Ivy's boss. Um, but um, yeah, so actually what had happened was I, I think they hired Tim Curry I didn't know this. They hired Tim Curry, and I, I think he might have even recorded some episodes, but they did not. He did not uh, continue into the series. I feel like Tim Curry is a hard guy to pin down. Yeah, but like if I was awaiting, like if I'm if I'm a if I'm someone at that era, right, and I'm getting, um, I'm getting magazines and I'm reading about this in magazines. I'll tell you, hearing Tim Curry at the Joker would you know, I'd be waiting with um, anticipation. Say it. Patient. Thank you. So uh, it's one of those things where I think Tim Curry would be an excellent Joker. Did he ever get to do the Joker? I don't know. And actually, I'm not sure that he really formally recorded any episodes of the Batman the Animated Series. I know. I just know that he was considered. Yeah, he would um, probably be terrific. I, I think apocryphally he recorded some and then they he couldn't do it because of a contract or something. 
Um, I, I'm sure if I had done any more research than, yes. than I did, I could have found this out. But Mark Hamill was not the initial selection. But then, of course, we, we have that great story and we have on our Christmas with the Joker episode where his audition was sort of the audition. He got it based on his laugh. And, like, poetically, like... You're not the guy they want, but you're the best person for the job. It's totally. kind of kind of yeah. cool how that operates. I mean, we see that time and time again with castings of characters uh, and, yeah. and things like that. But on today's episode, we're talking about the fourth episode on the production side, and I believe it is the 15th, 15th episode on, on the broadcast side. And this is called The Last Laugh. And as Jordan said, this is a bad episode of Batman the Animated Series. And I will um, agree with him and say it is certainly... Not great. Yeah, I actually I have to apologize to Christmas with the Joker. That's a better episode than this yes, one. Yeah. Only only a bit. Only but a little bit. It's not. I mean, neither one are that good. No, neither are that good. And it's kind of sad that like this is like the first real Joker episode in terms of the production order. Like this one, Joker's being more Jokery than sure. than in Christmas. Well, I guess Christmas with the Joker. That's something he, the Joker would do. But I feel like we get his costume, we get more of his look. Yep, you're totally right. This is more an introduction episode for the Joker, yes. even though it's it's not an origin story. It's not an origin story. So thank thankfully, I think a lot of people already kind of know. Um, the myriad of Joker origins that we've gotten over the years. Sure. And there's also kind of this thing with the Joker. It's very much in the comics. It, it kind of has now become in the movies as well, as per Chris Nolan. But it's kind of purposeful that we leave the Joker without an origin. Yes. Um, I, like, we don't really want that story. The mystery is important, I think. and It is. And, and it's also fun to tell to give writers the opportunity to tell Joker origin stories because it really can be whatever the heck you want and it can change because it doesn't have to be legit. Yeah. So that's really great. But um, I do want to say too, when we were doing some research on this and we were looking at some trivia on this episode, Bruce Tim didn't like this one either. Bruce Tim, he didn't. He found it silly. He was like, this feels like an episode of the Super Friends. Right. And while watching it, whether it's the bizarre music that underscores most of the the episode or the way Joker operates, the way his goons operate, it's very Looney Tunes. There is like a real kind of like slapstick goofiness to this episode, which I wasn't crazy about. And we, we're going to talk about this multiple times throughout this episode and throughout throughout the scene by scene. But the music here is awful. Out of place. Yeah. If anything. It's, it's bad. Um, well, because it, we it breaks away from our cool like like past aesthetic of like a yeah. 30s 40s 50s kind yeah. of thing this sounds like i don't know 80s groove here's what i thought let me know your thoughts as yeah. a musician were they trying to like maybe like subtly do like a prince thing like call back to the 89 burton batman i feel like this episode is very much the entire episode is very much a callback to the burton batman okay um there's a lot of things about this episode that are definitely callbacks to burton's batman yeah i think kind of the whole theme of this episode the whole everything that happens in this episode sure. well, is the laughing gas is right? very That's reminiscent the whole third act of yep. of batman 89 yeah. yep it's pretty much they pretty much took the third act of batman 89 and i've taken off my makeup and they've uh and they've kind of turned it into an episode where Joker essentially gasses Gotham. And it's, yeah. yeah. It's not a great episode. I also read in the trivia that um, they kind of punched up the action sequences for this episode. Like, even the script was kind of bad. Yeah. And they knew it while they were making it. Yeah. So they're like, oh, we better rewrite some of these action sequences so at least it's more palatable to watch. Yeah. Um, um, they definitely leaned harder into into action yeah. and, and, and that than, say, the dialogue because there's almost none. Most right. of the dialogue is Joker talking kind of to himself. 
Yeah. Or to Batman, but Batman doesn't really respond. Yeah, so spoiler for the end of the episode, we usually like rank where these are in our standings, and we intend to celebrate when one finally makes it to one of our top 20s, but this is not one of those. Nah, this is going to be at the bottom. This is one of the um, bottom episodes of the series. And, you know, it's definitely one of those things where you kind of wish the Joker... So far, we haven't gotten a true amazing joker episode on. no I, and there's many of them but yes. we're not there yet yeah uh you know it's like joker doesn't seem to have any motivation on this episode he's just kind of no no motivation at all which can be fun for joker but not for us not this time no 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 we need something um, um this episode also is unfortunately sandwiched between two much better episodes yes right because nothing to fear if we're if we're going production order yeah. nothing to fear is before this and we go to Pretty Poison after this, which are both really good, really good. origin episodes. One yeah. for Scarecrow and one for Ivy. And just having this kind of like fluffy, stupid Joker episode in the middle is disappointing. I think because it's 15th and broadcast, it was around some better episodes. But I mean, this this one really doesn't stand What's on weird? its own very well. No, not at all. And um, they would bring that music back apparently in an episode of Superman. Sure. Which is also bad. So I can't remember, Mike, and it's funny because we, we rewatch these multiple times before we cover them. Is this the first episode we get the Joker's theme music? I think so. I think so. So there's at least a plus for this yes. episode. Yes. Because um, that music is great, and yeah. it's used to really good effect in other episodes. But then you cut back to the garbage barge music. Was yeah, that is no good. No, thank you. No good. No, thank you. So, um, you ready to dive in? Let's dive. Let's right. dive. Lead us. Lead All us, right. sir. So, uh, once again, after the title, after the theme song, we are introduced to the title card, which is a terrifying clown face, slightly out of focus, um, with the last laugh written in kind of like a, a classic, I don't know what kind of font you would call it, but there's a eerie music that plays over that, and it's got kind of like a classic looking movie font. Right, yeah. And, I, that um, title card's the best terif- part of the episode. It's terrifying. <laughs> it's, it's good. It's I think really it's scary. all downhill from here. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this episode was written by Carl Swenson, we apologize, um, and directed by Kevin Altieri. Carl, he, you did a bad job, Carl. It's a combat Carl. God damn it, Carl Swenson. And um, Kevin Altieri actually directed quite a few of these episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah many. And Carl Swenson wrote yeah, a lot of yeah, these yeah. episodes. Hey, listen, not, Just, not, listen, they're not all Heart of Ice. Every you know? now and again, you got to turn around and be like, hey, these aren't all hits, folks. They're not all hits. Yeah, they're not all hits. But um, the episode starts off with this music playing. It immediately goes into this weird... It's like it's it's like a... It's a drum kit. It sounded like an 80s video game music, like yeah. trying to be cool kind yeah, of a thing. It, I don't actually, know. you know what it really reminds me of? It reminds me of in Super Mario Brothers 3 when you first hear the underground theme. That's the same underground theme from the original Super Mario Brothers, but they added a drum kit Wait, in the back. Wait, is it dubba dubba dubba? Yeah. But, but, in, the, but in, the, in Mario 3, it's like... Yo, that sounds great. It does. They should have used that They should have just stole it. Um, they could they Nintendo Nintendo wouldn't have let that happen. So it opens Missed up a, opportunity. We see a truck with the got that written with written Gotham Globe dropping off newspapers and a newspaper stand once again continuing continuing this trend of the newspaper giving us information on these episodes and the music um, you know there's like an unease to it. It's not good and it almost feels like musical in nature. Almost like the the action is trying to like hit these beats. Music can save a movie. Right. If you ever watch the movie, the original Star Wars movie, without John Williams' score, it's like, oh my gosh, it's so much different. It's so different. 
uh, and uh, music can also probably kill something. So this might be <laughs> right. something here where it didn't it didn't uh, help. Uh, the newspapers isn't called the Gotham Globe though. The newspaper is called the Gotham News. I don't know if that was a, a continuity <laughs> error. I, I think it is. But I think it is. And the newspaper reads on the cover, "Happy April Fool's Day, Gotham." So obviously we know Joker is one of Batman's villains. April Fool's Day has got to be a terrible day for Gotham and Batman. Sure. The, and I, I was kind of reminded of the Long Halloween yeah. uh, comics, and I thought, oh, maybe this episode is kind of doing one of those. But actually, Long Halloween was like quite a few years after this. Yes. So that, yeah, that wouldn't have made sense. So um, he cuts yeah. open. Uh, I wrote in our notes, what the fuck is this uh, music? It's, it's bad. I'm just very angry. Uh, the newspaper guy cuts open the newspapers, and uh, we then pan to the Gotham River, where we see a large barge. Large barge. Large barge. Covered in what seems to be green, <laughs> stinking garbage making its yes. way under the bridge. With, like, the stink lines coming off of it, like, as only a cartoon can do. Like, classic... Pepe Le Pew. Yes. Like stink. Cut. We know that, we know, of course, that green is the smelly color. Green always smells bad. And it's one of those things where <laughs> it's because I guess green represents rot. I guess so. To some degree, like uh, a putrid yeah, green. Sure. And I think it's one of those things where we can't forget that Warner Brothers does have a legacy of goofy cartoons. They do. And this, this episode is just, is just, you know completely rife with all of it sure in a series so deep like you kind of just have to roll your eyes at some of these earlier episodes that are just like uh, there's nothing nothing much here no this was same thing with christmas with the joker which is like there's this is just all fluff really yeah for sure For for the most part so we see that the the barge is being driven by a clown. Well, we don't yet know. Excuse me, that's Captain Clown to you. <laughs> okay, we don't know. Captain it's, Clown. We don't know it's Captain Clown yet. I know. I know yes. in my heart it's Captain Clown. So this Captain Clown's the best thing in the episode. Oh, by far. So the smell and the stink lines kind of waft over the bridge, and uh, it hits a man who was driving an armored truck. <laughs> yeah. The armored truck is, I think the name on the armored truck is Dinks. Dinks. To kind of... It's a very clown name. Yeah. It is a clown name. Uh, obviously, we know Dink and Doink from WWF oh, fame. Unforgettable. Uh, but also, at the same time, it's also a play on the word Brinks, which is a famous um, armored truck company. Okay. So the smell lines go into the truck, and obviously the driver smells it. We get a classic, like, very Looney Tune style. <laughs> P.U. Yeah. Like, okay, okay. Um, and he peers out the window to see the smelly barge continuing down the river. And then a few seconds later, he starts to laugh uncontrollably and drive erratically on the bridge. Right. So we can now assume that he's being hit with laughing gas, which is what we think the smell lines are now. He almost hits two men who are like, trying to paint the bridge red. And, uh, you know, one of the guys is like, look out, you crazy. And he gets cuts, <laughs> his term gets cut before he, uh, before he says something that would probably be something profane. Yeah, something, um, something standards would pick up. Yes, you know? they get hit with the gas and they start un- laughing uncontrollably. Then we go to the driver of the armored truck and continues to drive. He opens his door, waves his hat around, laughing. As the drawbridge begins to go up, he drives through the gate and it's like, oh no, the truck is definitely going to go off the drawbridge and fall into the river. But luckily, the driver falls out because no one dies on this show, except for the Waynes. Um, but what's funny is I think some people clearly do die, yes. but they just 
you know, they, you just kind of have to ignore it. Mm-hmm. They allow it to be ignored. Yes, yes. They're like, ah, we can assume that guy died. Uh, right. We don't always <laughs> see the parachutes out of the planes when the Cobra, cobra sure. soldiers get yeah, shot down. Last week, we talked about the guys jumping out of Scarecrow's blimp. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, they're fine. They're fine. They hit the ground. It was like, <laughs> it's like in the Spider-Man video game when you, when you throw someone off a roof. There's there's webbing that are attached to them. Right. It's like, oh yeah, they're they're on webbing. You didn't throw them off a roof. Mm-hmm. So we cut then to the Wayne Manor, and Bruce Wayne is shaving his face, and he nicks his face while shaving like a chump. Well, the first shot of Bruce is actually very funny. He's yeah. got like the Santa Claus yeah, beard yeah, yeah, of shaving yeah, yeah. cream. Yeah, yeah. Like that's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, he doesn't think so. No, he's, he's very serious. He's not funny at all. No. Um, and he has a very what I said is un Batman like reaction because he cuts himself. He goes like, "Oh, yeah." This guy's been punched in the face by robots, like. But he cuts himself shaving. And he, he goes, yeah. "Oh, this man has seen hell." Yes, this literally. man looked a flying bat, a giant flying bat in the face, and was just like, "Yeah, you know." Yeah, it's fine. He cuts himself shaving. It's like, oh no, that's where we're gonna cut. That's where we're gonna draw the line. Yeah. Alfred walks in. And says, uh, asks him, he goes, rough night of fighting crime, sir. And the voice is awesome because this is the first yes. episode with Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. Who is Alfred for the entire series. Who's Alfred for the whole series it's, and uh, forever, basically. Yeah, I pretty mean, much. He's, he is Alfred. He's, and it, it warmed my heart to finally hear his voice. I know. it's like Because the first three are Clive Revel, who does yeah, a nice job, but he is not. No. He ain't no Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. Nope. He is definitely not. Um, Bruce replies with a very in a very Batman way. And Alfred informs him that he has drawn him a bath. Bruce kind of gets excited. He walks over to the tub, sees that it's empty. He's visibly confused. And he goes to, <laughs> he goes to, he goes to Alfred. He's like, what? And Alfred is holding a picture of a bathtub that he has drawn. Alfred should be fired. He, this, this, this would get you fired. This pretty one, much, I would fire Alfred. Yeah, but, so, I don't care if you raised me. Be like, <laughs> you promised me a warm bath and gave me a childlike drawing. Yeah, you can leave. Uh, and then Alfred says, April Fools. And uh, Bruce is annoyed and goes, well, I guess I'll just take a shower. And then Alfred correctly states that uh, he does not have a funny bone in his body, which we know is absolutely true. Uh, Bruce asks Alfred to turn on the radio, and a news report shows that police are responding to a series of accidents by the waterway and the riverside, and that people have begun to act inexplicably like, quote-unquote, total laughing fools. Yeah, not something you think of an urgent news report would yes. be saying, like, people are acting like fools. It's kind of a... Very odd. It's kind of in. It's kind of like a um, remove the head or destroy the brain type of thing. <laughs> right, something they would never say on yeah, the news. Yeah, absolutely, right? absolutely say on the news. Something they, don't, yeah, they totally wouldn't say on the news. Um, Bruce gets out of the shower. His face is very wet. Very wet. This was a little bit of a bad animation segment yes. for me. We'll notice from time to time on the show that the animation gets a little sloppy. When his face is covered in water, like the shape of his face sort of changes a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I'm like, what's up with the animation here, yeah, guys? What, You're getting off the on? model a little bit. Yeah, it's like his face is covered in water, and he gets out, and he goes, sounds like the Joker. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we're kind of introduced to, we're going to see the Joker. The stupid music is back uh, while the barge is do- docked. The music is fucking bad, man. It's bad, dude. <laughs> it's really bad. It's bad. So we cut to under the bridge, <laughs> under the barge, and there's a submarine uh, that I can only describe as looking like a laughing whale has been the driving force to propel this barge down the river. We see the armor car from earlier hit the bottom of the river as two divers exit the sub and take everything that was in the armored car. It was money and... You know, money bags, bars of gold. 
So now we're at least getting some answers as to where Joker is getting his money. Sure, and, and maybe some of the motivation for this is monetary. I, I often wonder why the goons work for the freaks on yeah. this show, because yeah. it's always like, are these guys paying you? Well, I, apparently, yes. Apparently, Joker pays. Joker seems to be well-funded. Yes. Um, in Christmas with the Joker, we saw he had almost no goons working yes. for him. He had a few. Yes. Carolers, yes. right? Yes. Um, I guess he pays well. I guess that's why you work for the Joker, because also this guy probably kills you. Yeah, probably. It's about 50-50. It's, it's either 50/50 really 50/50. like a lucrative, great job. Like, actually, let's let's just side sidebar for a second. If you had to work for any of the Batman villains and you needed like support a family, who would you work for? Here, the problem is, is it seems like Joker probably pays well, but he will murder you. Right. So there's a, a big risk factor. I think the not best, a lot of job security there. I think the best guy uh, you'll get a little hazard pay, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But I think the guy that might be the best to work for. As a Batman villain. Now, I'm saying this as a villain, not the ones that have become anti-heroes, not all that stuff. Um, because I've watched a lot of the Harley Quinn cartoon, and she seems to treat her oh, you, goons she, Actually, yeah, she treats, correctly. We know she treats her employees yeah, well. Yeah, she treats her employees well. You'd work for Harley well. Quinn. I probably would. Um, okay. But I don't think she's a, ba- a villain anymore, so it's kind of like... Well, she, she counts for our show. Yeah, she she's not redeemed sh- yet. No, 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 not yet. Um... You know, Penguin might be all right. Penguin, yeah. I There's mean, that's about there. as close to a regular businessman yeah, you get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would yeah. say work for the Riddler, but I feel like he'd make you do like a, some kind of jigsaw trap puzzle yeah, to get your money. Yeah, and you'd have and to like cut a, people up. A rat would eat your face. Yeah, it would be pretty bad. Yeah, it'd be pretty pretty all rough. Right. I don't think I'd want to work for the Riddler. Right. I appreciated this sidebar. Thank yes, you. It's really good. It's the important questions. Yeah, yeah. This, this is the type of stuff we ask on this show. Right. So now we cut to Joker. He's tying his tie. He's wearing a purple suit and, a, and an orange shirt, very similar to Jack Nicholson's costume in. Uh, the 1989 Batman. I yeah. think there's a reason for that with there, the uh, yeah. with the blue. Um, he doesn't have like it's not a necktie. It's kind of just like a blue. It's, it's not a bow. Boat. It's, it's yeah, a bow. it's just a bow, just a yeah. regular bow. Um, um, and I I think this is kind of intended as the first entrance of the Joker in the yes, series. Yes. I know that this is not the first to broadcast. This is fifteenth. Yeah. Right. And this is not in first in production order. It's Christmas with the Joker. But this is. Mm-hmm. Really, the first episode where it's just like he gets a he gets the actual like turn yes. into the character like that's my cue he yeah. says and he yep. turns to face the camera and there he is in a very Joker way he's yes. applying cologne to himself he's tying his tie he's getting ready we're seeing the Joker kind of turn into the Joker. Um, we then cut to the radio and we hear the report on the radio who begins to laugh like everyone else in this episode. Uh, Joker obviously, as you just stated, turns to the camera and says, "That's my cue." Um, and uh, like you said before, we do get a bit and piece of the Joker's theme, which is nice. Yeah. So every every Joker kind of has what they lean into for the character. Yeah. So, you know, for example, Jack Nicholson's Joker was very much a gangster. Yes. Right. And the Ledger Joker is kind of a terrorist, I guess we would say. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, they're all like a little bit different. This Joker on the animated series is very much an actor. He's, yeah, he's a That is what he is. He is a, an actor. Straight mm-hmm. up an actor. Yeah. And this this entrance really reminded me of yeah. that. I'm specifically a stage actor. A stage actor. Even, yeah. even at times a Shakespearean stage yes. actor. Yes. So um, after the scene of introducing the Joker, we cut to the financial district. Uh, we see the ticker showing that stocks have been dropping, have dropped 20%. Uh, and then we cut back to the barge uh, as it's making its way through the river again. The music returns. It's really bad. Um, it pulls into the docks, and uh, there's the, a... The pe- music is actually following the barge. Yes, that's it's just... That's yeah. the stink lines. Yeah, yeah. The music is the expression of the stink lines. It's like, we can't smell... <laughs> 
cool. If you could smell music, that's what yes, it would be like. That's exactly what it would be. Um, it pulls into the docks, and the periscope. There's a periscope that goes up, and uh, we see Joker and his goons. Finally, we see villain-specific goons, which is something that's very important for the whole Batman thing in general. Yeah. They exit the barge uh, or the sub with shopping carts. Uh, we see more Joker-themed music here. And they're dressed as clowns, and clearly these masks have something in them that prevent them from breathing in the laughing gas. And these um, masks were the ones that, uh, they look just like the Chris Nolan film yeah. masks. Yeah. Like, it's the same clown pattern same, on the makeup. Same kind of classic clown pattern, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, Joker is wearing some kind of, like, Ray Punk space helmet, like a retro-futuristic... Yeah, like a Jetsons helmet. Like a Jetsons helmet. Uh, he looks at the camera and says, when the going gets tough, the tough go shopping. He's a capitalist. Yes, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, he does like supporting the local economy. Laughing gas starts to uh, pour all over Gotham. We see citizens in Gotham losing their minds. They're laughing like crazy. And the, you see like kind of like this shot of Gotham from like a three-quarter angle. This is an isometric angle. And we see like ga- gas kind of billowing down the street. Uh, he and his goons, while everyone is kind of laughing uncontrollably, walk up to a store called Jewels Are Us. Yeah, remind me not to buy from Jewels Are Us. Definitely not. And with no elegance at all, Joker throws a brick through the front window as he passes a policeman on the street. And he starts just kind of ransacking the place. And he says, who says crime doesn't pay? Mm-hmm. Um, Joker and his goons start stealing purses and jewelry from people in the street. And... Um, Everyone does seem like seem like they're having a pretty good time. They're having a great time. Like this they're is dancing. Just, this and... is why you live in Gotham. Yeah. I think taxes are low. Yeah. The super villainy is high. That's the trade off. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you get to dance. Yeah. Sometimes you get hit with laughing gas and you have a you have a good old time. Listen, realistically, most of these people are dead. Yes. They're gonna die before Batman gets them the antidote. But you know what? They had a great time. Yeah. They they laughed themselves to death. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And in a very cartoony way, we see like his goons are like. They're robbing people, but then they start to, like, pick people up and, like, dump them over. Like, empty their pockets by, like, <laughs> dumping them head down. It's which a good, is, good plan. Which is weird. It's yeah. very Looney Tunes, once well, again. I don't know about you, but I don't actually wear a wallet. What I do is I put some of my money in all of my pockets. Yes, that's how that's how it works. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For um, easy access if I'm ever grabbed by the ankles and, you know, shook. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I definitely know people that shook don't. upside down. I know people that don't put cash in their wallet. They keep it separate. Really? Yeah, because if you because if someone wants to like rob you, you can just throw cash on the ground and run. You know, I saw a movie with the great actor Justin Timberlake. Oh wow! Where they had converted all the money into time. Oh yeah. Yes, and I'm wondering, you know, so for example, if you. Uh, worked a bad job you you actually literally only had like a day to live and every day you would earn a new day oh wow and i'm wondering um you know when we will go to that system is apple do you think that's that's coming next yeah i think that's going to be next because that would be much more convenient and then certainly no one could lift you up by the ankles and dump the money out of your pockets no definitely not right yeah okay i'm glad we're agreed i don't know if they can dump time out of your pockets yes i think amanda seyfried was in that movie as well i think she was yes she is or is that the other one no well what other one? The or is there another the other movie? actress with big eyes on the sides of her head? <laughs> no, I don't. I think. <laughs> um, was Amanda Seyfried in that movie? I think so. Yeah. I, th- I. You know what? It's been a while. You know what? Fucking Killian Murphy's in that movie, and he's great. Is he in that movie? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Who does he play? He plays the time cop. Oh, really? He plays like time Javert. Oh, that's good. It's Javert. He really does. Yeah. I'm not making this. This is a real movie. Olivia Wilde is in it. Speaking of eyes on the sides of your head. Yeah. Yeah. Got a lot of them. 
All right. All right. So uh, Batman releases a weather balloon to get a read on the gas, and the computer informs Batman that lengthy exposure to the gas will result in permanent insanity. Great. Batman is working on some kind of gas mask. <laughs> with, he's wearing goggles, and Batman's building himself another mask. Uh, he calls Alfred to bring him a hex key, which I felt is very pretentious and very Batman. It's, a, it's an Allen wrench. For anyone out there, I know they're interchangeable, but come on. Clearly, Batman has never been a college student or a divorced man and having to build his furniture yeah, with an Allen key. Clearly does not shop at Ikea. Um, Alfred responds to him by telling him to get it yourself and Woo! then laugh uncontrollably. And um, Alfred's getting sassy. Sassy. And, and insane. And it's, yeah, he's going crazy. Uh, and then he, we hear glass breaking and Batman runs upstairs through the bookshelf which I think the bookshelf is only used one other time or two other times throughout the rest of the series as an entryway or an exit way to the Batcave. Right. I actually had noticed that Alfred smashed the uh, grandfather clock, which yeah. is used a lot as an mm -hmm. entrance. Yeah, that's usually like the common entrance to the Batcave. Right. Uh, on this show, we see like the Bat... There's like a lot of ways to yeah, get yeah, into the Batcave. Yeah, yeah. well, it doesn't actually seem very secure. Like, yeah, exactly. And as we know, the Riddler and Two-Face break in in Batman yeah, Forever. They do. They really should. And they, they blow should. it up. They need to look at the security on yes, the Batcave. I think, I think the Batcave should be a little bit more secure. Yeah. Um, he, Batman runs up the stairs. He sees everything. He sees Alfred breaking uh, all this stuff. And uh, Batman puts on his gas mask. Yes, he has yet another gas mask like we saw in Nothing to Fear. And he tends to Alfred who has contracted, contracted a severe case of the giggles. And we hear the computer again kind of <laughs> echo permanent insanity. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man. And then uh, Batman, we see a new toy of Batman's other than yet another gas mask. This is the premiere. Of the Batboat. Of the Batboat. We see Batman's really cool speedboat. And he, as we cut to Ga Gotham laughing like lunatics, we see people uh, dumping money and papers out of the windows of what I would assume to be the stock exchange. Very reminiscent of like 1929 stuff. Right. Uh, very like a ticker tape type of situation. And then they cut to Summer Gleason in a gas mask, uh, reporting that corporate CEOs have gone stark raving mad. And as we see, the ticker now shows an imminent financial collapse, but Joker's up 100%. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's good. For people that invested in Joker, yeah. what a day. Great day for them. Yeah. Um, will April Fool's Day mark the end of Gotham City as we know it? We cut to the Joker. He turns off the TV because yet again, another television. Mike, I'm sorry to interrupt you. This is very important. Do we think Joker would have been really into NFTs? Yes. Yeah. This version of the Joker, probably. Probably, yeah. But he probably would have been open to it. Like, he probably also would have been open to, like, Dogecoin. Sure. I was going to say, what, what would the Joker think of, like, the absurdity but also extreme profitability of cryptocurrency? I think he would find it hilarious that he could screw people over with it. Right. He would make, like, clown coin. Yeah. Oh, we're going to use clown coin Joker bucks. Right. But then, like, somebody would get rich off of it and he would get pissed. Yeah. And then he would get mad and you'd say, that's not funny. And then he would kill them and take their coins. Right. Yeah. yeah. I want some Joker bucks. Yeah. Maybe we should start a crypto. Mm. So um, he turns off the TV and uh, the barge gets anchored by the Batboat and the Batboat starts kind of pulling the barge uh, forward and the Joker looks through his periscope. He does a good scope around and of course he stops on Batman who is right in front of the periscope. <laughs> uh, Batman's face. It's actually a very funny moment. Batman smacks this periscope and Joker just gets thrown backwards. Kind of always how Joker kind of like, Joker can't fight in this show, really. No. So he always just kind of gets beat around. Um, and with the barge tethered, Batman pulls it away from the city, all while programming something into his utility belt, probably to make the boat drive on its own. 
and Joker and his goons begin to exit the sub. Once again, the music is back. <laughs> Just Yeah, the terrible music returns. Terrible. Batman and Joker have a few words. Uh, Joker loves to get down and dirty. Okay, boys, it's playtime. Uh, these are things Joker says, so very classic kind of Super Friends era catchphrases. Yeah, very like video gamey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Batman makes light work of these goons once again. He doesn't actually hit anyone that's human. Yeah. And uh, the Joker claims that Batman is a party pooper. And Cut the clowning, Joker. Which is a joke, which Joker reacts to. He's like, oh, did you tell a joke? Yeah. How? And he, th- he finds that funny. And then the uh, large clown who we saw driving the ship earlier. This is Captain Clown. Yes. He cuts the, uh, he cuts the, the wire that's uh, got the bat boat tethered to the barge. And he goes after Batman. And Batman finally tries to make contact physically with someone by punching them. Uh, and you hear like a big metallic like slam when Batman punches this thing in the joke, in the, in the, uh, in the gut. And it's clearly a, a robot. Um, right. Which is why Batman's allowed to directly hit it. You shouldn't have made Captain Clown mad. <laughs> That's okay. We now, we are now told that this is, <laughs> this character's name is Captain Clown. Captain Clown in his only appearance. Yes. Yes, his only appearance in the show because he gets... Well, we'll see what happens to Captain Clown. Oh, yeah. It's just a spoiler-free podcast. Yes, yes. No, I'm kidding. Spoiler, it's, yeah. it's full spoilers, guys. Yes, all spoilers you all will, the time. If you stay tuned, you will find out what happened to Captain Clown. Captain Clown picks up Batman. He does like tragic. He does like 10,000 spins with Batman in his, in his hands. He gives him like the Luger torture rack. And then he, <laughs> he, he puts him into something that I can only describe that looks like a giant Brita filter. Very correct. Yeah, he looks like a giant bird of bitter filter, and then Batman, and then Joker makes a makes a remark about how there there's no air holes in there for Batman to breathe. So of and course he puts them in there, which was very considerate. Very of him. considerate. I mean, he almost stabs Batman many times. He yes. almost kills him, but he wants Batman to have air, yes. and that tells me they're friends. Yes, at least to a degree. Yes. Um, Captain Clown tosses the Brita filter into the water, <laughs> and uh, it starts to sink all the way down to the bottom of the river, which seems like it's very very deep. And Joker says that, well, it looks like air holes or water holes as well. Batman sinks to the bottom. Joker says, well, Batman, I never thought you'd sink so low. So we get a classic. We get a... You know, um, Batman is clearly trying to get out. And like every superhero, at some point, he's clearly going to be drowned. Um, He calls the bat boat on his belt, which then becomes a bat sub. So very nice. And then Batman has the bat boat shoot lasers. Which cut him out of this container, and Batman yep. and Batman Lasers. escapes by swimming up to the top very quickly. I'm very concerned that Batman will get the bends by right, doing yeah. this. No depressurization going no, on. No, here. no, just no. Right He's up. just right up to the top. Yeah. Again, we have to call out Joker's technology here, which is something we just have to kind of accept on the show. Sometimes the show plays it very close to the yeah. vest with what with what villains can do with their technology. Yeah. Um. You know, obviously, when it's like a scarecrow type episode, you have like fear toxin, yeah. and when it's you know man bat, you have a guy turning into a bat. So these are these are extraordinary things to begin with, but the way they're treated is sort of more realistically, yeah. like with more reverence. Yeah. Like it's like wow, look at this amazing thing they created. Whenever it's Joker, they just kind of like take for granted, like oh yeah, he's got some androids and lasers and shit, which is a little much. Yes. Not how we typically think of the Joker now. Yes. Like, this story for the Joker now would feel a little odd. He's got a lot of robots. Too many robots. Too many robots. Too many robots. But you know what? Like we said before, robots you can punch in the face. So this was the cheat. This is why Captain Clown's even in this episode. Because really he should be fighting Joker. And and that's actually uh, the the writers and the creators of the series and the producers of the series actually... This was the episode where they realized, oh, when we put a robot in, 
we can have Batman smash him in the face with stuff and right. not really catch any grip. Right. He can beat the shit out of a robot, yep. but he can't beat the shit out of the Joker because no. the Joker's actually a person. The only time we see the Joker really get beat up by Batman is usually in like like a uh, Mask of the Phantasm, right. I believe knocks Batman his knocks out. his yeah. teeth out. Yeah. Um which is probably which was probably a really nice release for the creators of the animated series that right. they could finally, finally show we could blood. Punch him. Yeah. yeah. So now we cut to um Ace Waste Disposal Plant. Um, yeah. Is it related to Ace Chemical? or So I guess it is. Um, I was getting confused because I was like, oh, oh. are we doing Ace on the show and not Axis, Axis Chemicals? Yeah. Um, but I don't know. But Axis Chemicals is referenced on the yeah. back computer in Nothing to Fear, the previous yeah. episode. Yeah. So I guess the show kind of gets everything. It's yep. like, yep, we have Ace yep. and we have Axis and we have Star. Everything. We have everything. Everything. So that's kind of where they're going here. So now we cut to Joker and his goons spraying uh, the garbage barge with more laughing gas. And then Batman does something fun. He actually pulls out a bat shuriken. It's not a batarang. Right, it's not a batarang. It's not a batarang. It's clearly like a ninja star. And he throws the shuriken at the pipes that are blasting the laughing gas and cuts them. And then the terrible music comes back. Uh, Batman makes light work of the Joker's goons, removing their masks so they start laughing like morons. Captain Clown shows up once again and chases Batman down. Um, We do see that uh, Batman loses another cape, which seems to be an ongoing theme here. He just has the extra uh, extra cape always. Yeah, extra cape. Um, And then Batman fights Captain Clown by smashing his face open uh, with with a pipe. And we see the we see the 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 face that Captain Clown had. The clown face goes away, and we are left with a big, one-eyed robot staring Batman in the face. It's actually a really classic kind of fun robot design. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, <laughs> Batman trips him into a trash compactor and turns him into like a very cartoony little trash box. Right. And then the Joker says the line of the episode, which is, "You killed Captain Clown." Lovely. Um, Joker demands, you know, demands revenge. That is not what you wrote. He in the demands notes. reprisals. Thank you. And then he buries <laughs> Batman in garbage. And then we get another classic. I could smell you from here, and another pu. So apparently, one of the things Bruce Tim hated about the script was there was like garbage dumped on Batman multiple times. Yes. And they're like, we have to rewrite the episode. I feel like <laughs> so. This is the only time he actually gets garbage dumped on him. This is hilarious because like. <laughs> Garbage getting dumped on a superhero is a very Spider-Man thing to happen. It like, is. It's very common that Spider-Man smells like garbage. Right. Even in the movies. Well, you know what it is? It's that Batman has some a certain dignity to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And right? And whereas Spider-Man's like, yeah, I'll fight in the trash. Yeah, right? I'll fight. There's even a part, I think it's in it's in uh, Far From Home. It might even, no, it might be it might be in Homecoming where Aunt May goes, you, you smell like garbage. Yes. Yeah. That's so, right. So uh, that's very much a, a Spider-Man thing. Batman chases the Joker down into the plant. We get this creepy shot of Joker sitting on the remains of Captain Clown as Batman is kind of like... <laughs> it's the Captain running. Clown cube. Yeah, yeah, the Captain Clown cube. Um, Batman makes a great jump check, uh, but Joker starts hitting him with all these hooks, these like hanging hooks at the foundry. And Batman uses one of these hooks to swing and then climb up some big gears to get to the catwalk where Joker yeah. is. This is the second Joker episode we've covered, and it's also the second Joker episode that ends with like a big industrial plant standoff yeah. at the end. We had like Chemical Vat in Christmas with the Joker. Now we have like Industrial Foundry, and it's like they always take him back to this industrial accident type yeah, place. Yeah, o- almost always. He always wants to throw people into a vat of something. Right. Um, and Batman shows, he shows some real acrobatics. This is like one of the first times where we really see Batman doing like these flips and these jumps and things like that, which is really cool. 
Um, and then he follows Joker down a trash chute, and uh, which eventually will lead to Batman's doom. But he's Batman, so when he gets out of the chute, he he uh, throws a batarang grappling hook, and he's able to kind of swing over the fire in the molten foundry below him, definitely burning his butt um, a little bit. And then he gets up on the catwalk, and we get a really cool thing where where the producers and the writers of the, this episode wanted to give Joker a new weapon. Yeah. So what they did is they gave him kind of a metal throwing card uh, that Joker playing card that Joker could throw at Batman, um, and um, which I remember came with the action figure, yeah, or, or came with one of the action yeah, figures, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he throws the card, he misses Batman, or Batman catches it. Batman catches, catches it. it. Batman catches it, and then he says, "Clean up your act, Joker," or whatever, um, which makes Joker laugh. And then um, Joker runs away. As always, he trips, falls off the ledge. He's suspended by a cable by his ankle. Uh, he asks, you know, he, he says, "Batman, you won't let me fall or die or whatever." Batman saves him. He pulls him up, but he definitely lets him dangle for a little bit. So the Joker is once again apprehended by Batman. Joker is foiled, and his grand scheme to... Oh, wait. Nope. He doesn't have a motive nope, in this episode. No motive. His grand scheme to nothing. Nothing. Great. I don't know what happens to his money. Nope. We don't know what happens to all the people afflicted by the laughing gas. There's doesn't, no antidote. Doesn't seem to matter. We have no idea. Yeah, they're all dead. Yep. They dead. died. They died. Uh, we go. We cut to Wayne Manor in the last scene of this, the episode. Alfred is cleaning up after he trashed the place. He's actually very upset because he destroyed a priceless... I believe it's a Ming vase. Yeah. And uh, Bruce says, ah, don't worry about it. I'll just take it out of your salary for the next few years. And we see Alfred's face drop. What a terrible thing to say to someone who probably makes no money. (laughs) Right? And he just goes, very, very well, sir. Very sadly. (laughs) And then Bruce looks at him and goes, April Fool's. Wow. Wow. See, Batman learned from the Joker. He learned from the Joker that uh, humor can be uh, dangerous. And this is his attempt to tell a joke. It's like, is this you getting back at joke at Alfred for drawing you a bath? Like that's a that's a big swing. This is Batman getting back at the audience. Yeah, yeah. For watching this episode. Yes, yes. I think the whole episode was one cruel joke. Yeah. Um and that's the last scene, right? Yep. Yep. And that's it. That's where the episode ends. Uh we are not any better after watching this episode. We might be worse. We know nothing. Nope. We are not more enriched for nope. having seen it. Nope. Our time was a little bit wasted. Yep. I think we wasted 22 minutes. So I could have listened to 1010 Wins and gotten the world. Right. When we were putting together this podcast, we're like, oh, you know, we can't wait to like rewatch all these episodes and there's so many good ones in there. But of course, when you're getting into a project like this, especially when you're like celebrating a show and celebrating the 30th anniversary, you're like, oh, I can't wait. And you start to think of like the great episodes that you love. Like you think of, oh, Almost God or Heart of Ice or, you know, whatever. And you forget that, like, you have a lot of episodes like The Last Laugh where it's just like, oh, yeah, there's, like, a couple things I like here, but it's just not very good. Not very good. Um, a lot of episodes. A lot of episodes. It's, like, 80-some-odd episodes of the show. So, yeah. yeah. It's uh, definitely going to do that. Um, closing thoughts. Like you said, it's not great. Um, I would rank it towards the bottom. Yes. My closing thoughts here is that I don't know if I even like this as much as I liked Christmas with the Joker, which, yeah. I, which I didn't care for that yeah. much. Again, it's another bottom-ranking yep. Joker episode. I like it a little bit more as a Joker introduction yes. than Christmas with the Joker. Yes. But it's just not, it's not a very good episode. It's a little bit careless. I Listen, I absolutely laughed out loud at Captain Clown. Oh, yeah. Captain Clown's hilarious. And there's some enjoyable moments in this. I love the Joker theme. I love the title card. 
uh, I you know I there's some like little stupid things that stick with me like I like the bat boat yeah like I think I that's, love that's the bat fun boat. I you always know, love the bat boat anything that's like toyetic I'm like yeah that's cool that's a very Batman right uh, the metal playing card is yeah. fun you know and, and again still great voice performances yeah. uh, obviously Mark Hamill still rules yeah. but just you know what really taints us is that we know how much better these episodes yes. get and we know how much better the Joker gets yes. so this one is. Not that it's hard to revisit, but it's a little... It let me down a little. Yes, definitely. Absolutely. You're right on the money with that. Yeah. And uh, it's definitely low in terms of... It's definitely in the bottom half of quality. Probably towards the bottom. Towards the bottom. bottom. It's not rock bottom, but no, it's no, it's no. Uh, it's towards the bottom. It yes. could it could qualify for bottom 10. Yes, yeah. definitely. But yeah. uh, when we do... Like when we finish a series... We were talking about this a little bit because the... There are uh, obviously a few separate seasons of this show. We might like pause and do like a little season retrospective yeah, and talk definitely. about our favorites and our bottom That's episodes. But this this one's going to head towards the bottom, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think so. I think so without a doubt. But um, thank you everyone for listening to our take on um, season one, episode four of Batman the Animated Series entitled The Last Laugh. Um, it is a Joker-centric episode. It is not a great Joker-centric episode. It is not. But um, next we, time... Yeah. We'll be talking about a very good episode and a really good introduction to a new villain when we when Jordan gives us his analysis of uh, Pretty Poison, which is a a great episode to watch. So yes, and we welcome Diane Pershing, yes, the voice actor to uh, to the show to the series, who is just awesome, perfect, and amazing, and probably the best iteration of uh, Poison Ivy. Any last thoughts? Uh, that's that's really it for me. I I'm looking forward to kind of moving on because yes. we're we're actually starting to see the end of the early episodes mm-hmm. where they're just all origin episodes. Yeah. And I know we have some really exciting stuff coming up. I'm actually really looking forward to Pretty Poison next week. Fantastic. So once again, thank you for joining us. This was the Batman Tasticast for Jordan Hugh. I am Mike Staub. Thank you and see you next time. Same bat time, same bat channel. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Batman Tasticast. We hope you enjoyed it as much as Jordan and I had fun talking about it. So if you want to support the podcast, please feel free to go and subscribe and like and leave a review on the podcatcher of your choosing. Share it with your friends or follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Batman Tasticast, all one word. So Feel free to share your opinions with us out in the internet. And for those of you who have reached out, you're the best. You're awesome. Thank you so much for that. And if you have any little tidbits or information, you can find us on the web and share that with us because we will talk about it on air. Thanks again. We'll see you next time.